Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. All right, I'm excited to interview our next guest. It's so fun doing podcasts because you get to meet people all over the world. I get to do these interviews. These strangers become friends and friends become family. And I feel like everywhere I go in the world, it's like I, I, I know people. And my wife's always like, oh, where are, we, where are we going? I'm like, here, we got this person here and this person there. And so it's such a small world when you do it. But our next guest, there's always some interesting things about each guest. And there's, there's some big things we want to point out. We're going to go over branding strategies. We're going to go over some really different recruiting mindset type techniques and things that you need to think about because a lot of people... We believe, Julie and I, that people are limiting themselves. And so what I want you to all know, first things first, is that Julie has written an incredible book. It's called The Standout Breakout Formula. So go get it. It's one of the hottest new releases right now on Amazon that will help you out specifically in your network marketing business. And then before I forget, we're going to mention it again, is you're going to want to go over to her podcast, Ignite Your Side Hustle. Doesn't that just sound perfect? We're talking about network marketing and side hustle. And you're going to want to go there because not only are you going to hear incredible content from her, but you're also going to hear the other part to this podcast. We have an incredible section there that's going to, that's going to help you to build your business. It's going to help you with your mindset. You know, I'm always doing my best to, to provide insane value, but Julie, I mean, this gal has 188 episodes on her podcast. So you're going to be able to binge listen and get so much value. So real quickly, Julie, 18 years as a VP of marketing in corporate America of a fortune 100 company who in their right mind, because I know most people are scared and they would think, well, who can I approach about network marketing? Here's your first lesson that hasn't made any money. Who in their right mind would have the guts and the courage to approach you? And what were you thinking when they approached you? Oh, it's such a good question. So first of all, I'm so excited to be here. The episode we did on my podcast is awesome. Everyone's got to go over there and check that out. I am just, just want to, recognize you too, Rob, of what you do and what you provide on this podcast. I, I, I learned how to become a network marketer, a coach, even a podcaster from listening to podcasts. And so this, just the resources you bring and the people you interview are, is just amazing. So thank you so much for all the energy and resources and, you know, education and training you bring to the world. So big, thank you for that. And I'm thrilled to be here. And it's so funny that you say that because here I am in corporate I wasn't happy. So that's, that's the key, right? I think we all think a lot of people think in network marketing that you are trying to go after the person that wants money and money is an awesome motivator, of course, but that wasn't my motivator. I was, you know, a vice president of marketing fortune 500. It's a well-known name. Everybody knows this company. And I wasn't happy. I was making multiple six figures bonuses. We had this huge house, you know, we went on big vacations and I, I wasn't happy. I was happy with my family, but I wasn't happy in my life's purpose. And I continued to feel that something was missing. And so for everybody listening, do you know how many people feel that way? Don't let money 
or status or job titles or anything hold you back from who you talk about your business with. How you talk about your business with these people is, I think, different because it's not like, hey, you want to make some money? I'd be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> right? Like I wouldn't have said yes. But my the person that approached me was actually a friend of a friend and on Facebook. And she really led with the product. And that is, you and I talked about this a little bit on my podcast. I'm a big fan with that. I, I really do. I think it's it gets a little wonky when you try to lead with an opportunity. If someone came to me with the opportunity, I, I, I probably would have said, no, thank you. I actually had a, a very bad misperception in my own mind about network marketing at the time. I looked at network marketing as well, old people that, you know, don't have money do that. And I'll never forget. I was, you know, in my home, I had had a friend who was like, well, I have a friend that's selling something. I want, it's a company that's not even around anymore, but it was like home decor and serving plates and all these things years ago. My daughter's 17 and she was only a baby. So it was a long time ago. And I watched this poor woman. I felt like, I'm like, I felt like she was a poor woman come in. She had two kids of her own. It's nighttime now. And she is bringing all this stuff into my house to do a party. Okay. Lugging it. I mean, big boxes coming in and lugging. And I just was like, I just felt pity to be honest. I'm like, we all better buy stuff. I feel so bad. Like I just, I was like, oh my gosh, I hope I never have to do that. That is how I felt to be honest with you, Rob. I laugh now because I'm such a big fan of the network marketing model now, but this was my first taste. I was like, I never want to do that. Right. So if someone had like approached me with the opportunity, I would have said, no, she approached me. She knew she was selling jewelry. She knew I was in corporate. I was marketing. I was always, you know, in boardrooms and traveling. And she was like, you've got to check out this brand. I think you would absolutely love this jewelry. It is so your style. And I'm like, all right. And I had to say, came in the mail. I was mad impressed with like the quality. And that's the big thing. I always say with network marketing products, the quality is typically, and the experience is typically better than most other brands that you would get in a store or whatever. I really do feel like the experience is a lot of it. It came in this beautiful package. It was, I loved it. The quality was amazing. I'm like, I think I'm going to need more of this is what I told her. So it led with the product, but guess what she said next to me? She said, you know, you should totally be a stylist with this company. And I'm like, me? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. But then she was telling me about like, you know, the discounts and you could, you know, just have fun with it. She, yeah, that's what those are the words that she used with me. You could have some fun with this. Fun was what was missing. Wasn't money. If she said, oh, you could make some money with this. I probably would have backed off. She said, you could have some fun with this and creativity. And I, I joined and that was my first toe dipping into this whole other world that I did not know existed. I wish I had found out earlier. So that's another lesson for anyone listening. Like, don't wait to talk to that person that you're like, oh, I, maybe they'd be interested, but I don't, you know, they're too big. They're like, you know, they're, they're on your chicken list, whatever. Do it because I wish I did this earlier. I wish I had been building my wealth while I was working full-time, right? I wish I had been doing that. I didn't actually know it was an option. And then once I got exposed, I felt like Dorothy, you know, spinning in the, the, you know, the black and white world in the tornado. And then I landed on the ground and opened the door and there was color. That's what it felt like to me. I saw possibility. I got excited. I used to joke with my husband and say, gosh, I wish there was a way to like make money on social media. Cause I'm kind of good at it and I'm kind of good at marketing, but like, I don't think there's anything out there that you can do that with. Now we know that it's totally not the case. So don't hesitate. And it's just a different motivation. Try to understand the person we talked, you and I talked about this before, like it's about relationship. It's about understanding the person. 
try to understand what's going to motivate them. It's not going to be the same thing for every single person. And so that's a little bit of the backdrop of like how that even happened. I had a totally backwards understanding of network marketing. And then when I got into it, I was like, oh my God, it wasn't even just the products, the people. I was like, this is amazing. The people, the personal development, we all know, right? That's why we're all here. But I didn't know it existed. And I sure as heck was not getting that personal development growth inside of this big Fortune 100. I was getting leadership training on these other things. They weren't like personal development trainings. They were how to like make other people do things you want them to do right? Like it wasn't, it wasn't personal development and helping other people be their best versions of themselves and all of those things. So you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. So I hope that inspires anyone listening to like right after they listen to this, to go and approach someone that they've been wanting to, but have been afraid to just understand their motivation. I think it's interesting because it's people look at their list and, oh, she's too broke. (laughs) He makes too much money. She makes way too much money. Uh, She's too busy. Uh, He's lazy, has too much time. And they start rationalizing all the reasons. And so what I used to do is I used to do a little exercise of every single person I would put down on the list of people I was going to reach out to is I would think of the excuses of why it was perfect for them. Oh, this person makes a ton of money. So they understand leverage, right? Or this person, you know, doesn't have any time. They're a busy person. They know how to get stuff done. And so I had to start doing that. The other thing I really want to point out that I don't, I've talked a little about this, but I don't think my audience, unless they've listened to everything, has really heard this. I was running a tennis club from age 24 to 28, making $100,000 a year, which to me at that time was a lot of money. To me, that was a dream job that I had had because most tennis club managers, they're 45, 50 years old. I'm running one at 24 years old. So I think I've got this whole dream job. I think I've got it all. You know, I'm really excited. Now, of course, I realized that once I started that I wanted a little bit more. My audience knows my favorite quote of all time is die with memories, not with dreams. For me, it was always I had this thing in my mind of what success meant was family vacations. It was just weird. Like I just always, it was time. And I know it's time for everyone. It's how you spend that time. And so I I point that out because I was doing extremely well in my own mind. And again, is somebody, again, giving an example, Julie and myself, a lot of these people that are successful, they're looking for more. You may not know how to convey or communicate it yet. They may not be as open as you'd hope but some will be. And even if you go approach a hundred over the next three years and four or five of those end up saying, yeah, that, that can make the world of difference. And the practice during that time can make a difference. So one of the things I love is for modern day social media, you teach people the importance of branding themselves, but you also know how to simplify it. Because sometimes I've heard people, you know, when I'm teaching how to brand themselves, they get so overwhelmed and yeah, there's more in-depth trainings, but I know for me, I just had to start. I just had to go when I was doing this because at the beginning, I I was just so overwhelmed that I I didn't, Julie, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't know this, but even after I'd made millions of dollars, I didn't make one post on social media pertaining to anything network marketing for over five years because I just didn't know what to say or how to say it. So talk about the importance of branding, but then also give them some of your simple basics and steps 
on how someone can start branding themselves right now. Absolutely. And I feel like the word personal brand has gotten too convoluted. So we're going to keep it super simple because to me, the essence of it is what's the important part of it. Okay. And here's what we're going to start with on social media. I look at social media as a total gift. I think social media, you have to have a mindset around social media. I don't want people to look at it as something to do. I want them to look at it as an amazing gift. They don't have to go door to door. They don't have to fill a ballroom. They don't have to have event. If they, if you don't want to do this physically, you don't need to, that is a gift. However, you've got to use this gift in the right way. And that is what I teach because after watching that poor woman lugging her stuff into my house, I was like, I am not doing that. Like that is not what I'm going to do. So I really help people with how to grow their businesses using social media, but again, it being a gift. The big thing, and I love that you said that, that you didn't really post anything about network marketing, but you showed up as Rob. That is the essence of a personal brand. I, I, when I teach it, I really teach it in two components. One, it's who are you? Who are you? What makes you tick? Are you coming through your social media? I watch time and time again, people that just are off, they just joined a company and their entire feed on Facebook or Instagram is picked stock pictures of products from the company with the company's name on it. That is not how we launch a business. You launch a business. Who are you? Why are you doing this? I tell people to come up with three to five stories, three to five stories about who they are, what makes them tick, why, why are they doing this, right? It can be fun, quirky things too, right? And put those stories on repeat. Marketing is repetitive. If you are repetitive in marketing, you succeed. So you need to have a core set of three to five stories about yourself that are relatable, that is going to attract your ideal customer, that you are constantly putting out there. That's fairly simple to do, but we forget to do it. We go right into, I got to post my products and how do I make money with my products? And I got to find business builders and no, stop, be social on social media, but be intentional about it. Because the second component to a personal brand, because yes, okay, you can have colors and fonts. That's all great. That's just gravy on a personal brand. Okay. You can have consistency in how something looks. That's not what I mean. And so I don't want anyone to be overwhelmed. Like, oh, I've got to have the perfect brand colors and you know the fonts and all that kind of stuff. Because I'm going to tell you the good news for all of you guys is that that's moving away. The trend right now in social media, thank God, especially on Instagram, is that it's less perfect and it's more real. So that is good for all of us, right? And so I just want you to really hone in on who are you? What are those three to five stories about you that you can put on repeat? That's powerful. The second big thing is who the heck are you talking to? You can talk to anybody in the grocery store or at a party or whatever. That's fine. You can talk to anyone you want in person about your business, about your products and all the things. But when you're on social media, especially on Instagram. Facebook's a little different. It's a mix of your family and friends and all of those things. But if you want to lead generation, you wouldn't want to find new leads outside of family and friends. You got to pick a platform. And for the most part, that's going to be Instagram or LinkedIn. So you, who are you talking to? Because when you talk to everyone, we know the story. You talk to everyone, you talk to no one. But why is that important? It's actually important because when you go to share your story, it is going to be super lukewarm to the person that doesn't care about that story. Or when you go to talk about the transformation, right, that your products provide or what this opportunity has changed in your life or someone else's life, if it's not to the right person, it's going to fall short and it's going to be lukewarm. So the second component 
first is you, you and your story. The second is who are you trying to reach? And I, I chuckled sometimes at the whole like ideal avatar and ideal client because it gets too high level. It's like, she's a mom with two kids and she's super busy and she's, you know, what her job is. She's a teacher. No, I want you to go deeper. I want you to actually ask the questions. Where is she at right now? What is she feeling? What are her thoughts? What are her deepest fears right now? Like, what is she fearing? What is she having anxiety about? What is, you know, what is really dragging her down? And what does she want? What does she want? And when you really dig it, what are her desires? Where does she want to get to? And can you help bridge that gap? Can you and your products and your opportunity and who can you help bridge that gap from her fear and anxiety where she is to where she wants to be? That's the magic because that's where your content is powerful is if you're speaking to that gap, but you can't know that gap until you know your person. So when I think about personal brand, Rob, I really think about what is it about you that you're going to be sharing on repeat? And who is your ideal customer that you know so deep? Like you would, I always say, if like if you can cry about your ideal customer, then you know them well enough. Like I can cry about mine. I actually, I can feel it when I think about her because I know what she's struggling with. I know where she is and I want to help her. And when we want to help someone go from where they are to this other, like to where they want to be, that's powerful. And most people with network marketing products and opportunity are filling a gap. They're getting that transformation to someone, but you got to know who it is. Cause if you talk to everybody, you know, a, a 65 year old man who's retired versus a 35 year old mom in the thick of things, you know, who chose to stay home and leave her career. And, and now she's like struggling with her purpose in life, totally different people with totally different messages. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that I think people miss the deeper emotion. They don't realize that people are making their decisions based on emotion and justify later with logic. You buy a, a car and it's, and you buy it with emotion, whatever that means to you. And then after it's, well, it was a great deal. And I did get it two years used and this and this, and it holds its value. People justify with logic, buy with emotion. And yes. I think too many times people forget that you really do need to dive deep and start to figure out the pain points because now this helps you when you are creating content, you are doing lives or you are doing stories to know what you're talking about and who you're talking to, which is more important, like you said, than a mom that has two kids and they're both in soccer. It's more important to know that, yeah, it's, it's maybe a mom with two kids, but it's somebody who is also working and really wants to get out of that work so that she can be at all of her kids' soccer games because she feels this deep guilt and pain for having to miss so much and having no time to do family vacations. And she feels just overwhelmed and consumed and she feels like she can't get out. So now we're starting to get really deep. So now as you start to understand the pain, right? Because all decisions Tony Robbins says is based on her association to pain and pleasure. Now you can start to focus on pleasure. And of course, no, it's not every single post, but it gives you an idea as you're doing this, whatever I've seen different strategies. Some people are like five strategies and, and or five days a week. And it's, you know, these buckets, family, travel, blah, blah, blah. And then it's twice a week. That's more curiosity speaking to the pain point. That's a different topic, but each one of you is going to create that. But it's, it's really understanding that. 
as you go. And, and I think a lot of you just get too bogged down if you haven't figured it out. I know for me, how I figured it out was one simple thing that I did. That was the most important thing I committed to posting every single day. And that was scary because I was only posting once every two months. <laughs> so I didn't know what to say or how to say it. It's embarrassing when I look back at those posts now, what was I thinking? But you started. But that, yeah. And that one thing though, helped me to start to become more aware, to focus more, to get better and better through practicing. And that one thing literally changed everything. I did everything wrong, but I did it. And that's how I learned to be able to do it right. And so that that's just something I think on social media that people get just so scared of posting the wrong thing and having the perfect brand, right? And you know why? It's because they're in their own head and not their customer's head. And that's why I say to do this work. Like it's simple work. You take a blank piece of paper and on one side of the paper, you're going to, you're going to write down and here, here's the punchline guys. Your ideal customer is a version of you. It's, it's almost always you. Okay. That is how you're going to be as authentic. And yep. if you're going to take someone from the left-hand side of the paper to the right-hand side of the paper, you're going to take them from where they are to where they want to be. You're going to be the vehicle and you're going to be, to be the vehicle because it was you and it could still be you. I'm not saying you have to have gone through this huge transformation to be able to go help the next person. But if you have the awareness that you're on this journey, take people with you right? But you've got to know who your person is. And that's why I always say to start there because when, when someone looks at their phone and they need to post and they're like, what am I going to post? I have no idea. It's because we're in our own head. But when you really just take the time to do a simple exercise of a piece of paper and you're going to write down, just do it for yourself. And that becomes your ideal customer. Write down how you have felt. Where were you at when you made the decision to maybe join your company or before you started the products? Like what was going through your mind? I can tell you right now, exactly how I felt when I was in that fortune 100 company, like where I can get physically emotional, like I'm having emotion about it. Okay. Like, and what I wanted, what I dreamed about, what I didn't know was possible, right? Like all these things. And then what uh, the other side of like, where I really, really wanted to be and all the things, all of my content is talking to her. It's talking to me four years ago, five years ago. So it's a simple, keep it simple. But do that exercise. And what happens is, is that when you're like, what am I going to post? And like, oh, today's a travel day. I got to post my travel photo. Like it's too removed, right? I want you to put the hat on of serving your, your ideal person, serving you a month ago, two years ago, however long it was, what would you have wanted to hear? And when you come from that space, the content flows easier instead of it being kind of in theory and academic, if that makes sense, get emotionally connected. That yeah. really helps the floodgates open of what am I going to post? Oh, I can't wait for everybody to hear our session on your podcast, the standout breakout formula. It's just, we go into depth on where everything's was, where it is now, where it's headed with social media, how to really be that authentic version of yourself, be that bold version of yourself. I've got one last question for you. I always have a, a couple different questions, about three different ones that I like to ask my guests and I choose one of the three. If someone is stuck right now in their business and they're, they're feeling like they're a little down, they're losing some hope, 
they're losing some of the vision. They want to have it. They're probably pretending like they have it to their upline and everybody else. They're showing up to the Zooms. They're showing up to their Facebook groups, but they're not really taking the action they know they need to because they've lost some of that hope. And so they're feeling a little bit down and unmotivated. What would you say to them? To go and have a conversation with a real human being. The second you get into the DMs, you start talking to someone, maybe go and follow up with someone that's on that follow-up list right now. My favorite little trick is totally, we were doing it in Facebook, using your voice, use the voice feature in Messenger, whether Instagram's your platform, Facebook, even in LinkedIn, you can use voice in LinkedIn Messenger, okay? Follow up with someone right now on your list. You have, everyone's got it. Everyone's got a list of people they should be following up with, right? Go follow up with them, send them a voice message, start a conversation. The second you get into a good conversation with someone, you get out of that funk. But we get, again, we get into our own head and we're sitting behind the computer. Have a conversation with a real human being. Use your voice as often as you can. And I promise you, you'll get out of that funk quick. Love it. It's so hard to get out of a funk just thinking about it. You can't just think your way into momentum. You need to start to act. So then the emotions start happening. So sometimes you just got to force yourself. And and sometimes to force yourself, you start out with some of the easy easier ways of doing that, just like Julie suggested. And then you start to build a little bit of more confidence and momentum, a little bit better mood. And then from there, you, you keep going more and more and more and more and make it happen. Well, I'm so excited that my audience got to hear from you. I'm so honored that I was able to be on your podcast. I love all the value, 188 podcast episode, incredible book, so much incredible content, incredible human being. And it's been fun as I've just started to get to know Julie. Like I said at the very beginning, one of my favorite parts about this profession is getting to know so many new phenomenal people all over the world. So Julie, thank you so much for coming on and providing so much value. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Robin. As I said before, I thank you for all that you're bringing into this world. We need you. We, we, there's so many people that have big dreams out there and they need that motivation and the seeing what's possible and valuable information. So thank you so much for all that you do and for having me on. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast. If you're loving the podcast, make sure you go smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And as always, please go leave a five-star raving review. And then the last thing I always want to mention to all that listen to podcasts is if you go to www.robsperry.com, I have tons of free content there to help you out to build your network marketing business.